Hello and welcome to the Fleet Insider. On this podcast, we will be inviting fleet managers from across the UK to share their thoughts and insights on being a fleet manager. Covering everything from what their day looks like, to how the Cortex fleet tracking system helps them to make decisions, gain insight and make improvements to the running of their fleet. And also to look at the challenges they're currently facing and how they are overcoming them. Lawrence, thank you for joining me today on the Fleet Insider. This is the first episode of the Fleet Insider. And for our listeners, please introduce yourself. Thanks so much, James. You know, look, kind of pleasure to be here and kind of, you know, uh, the guinea pig, as it were, for your, your first kind of insider. But um, look, my name's Lawrence McPherson. I'm the National Fleet Manager for Sussex UK. Um, you're based up in Scotland, but we're a, you know, kind of telecoms provider. Um, that covers the whole of the UK and Northern Ireland, um, you know, with a, an, an ever-growing fleet. So, yeah, some good challenges and um, fleets and industry I've been in for about 10 years now. So, look, always learning, always kind of um, new and exciting, maybe some frustrating times, but, yeah, um, you'll really enjoy, kind of, the, say, the 10 years I've kind of had within the industry uh, as such. Brilliant. Well, actually, that's all. So the first question I have for you, which is, is, how did you become a fleet manager? Because it's not something that I, I'm sure we all, uh, I'm sure at school you thought, ah, oh, I'm really looking forward to being a fleet manager when I'm older. So how did you, how did you get into that role? Yeah, fireman, policeman, space cowboy, fleet manager. Um, probably through kind of luck. Um, I think I've kind of always been someone where, in, you know, in life you kind of, probably the connections you make, you help kind of, you can move yourself through kind of, through kind of your working kind of life and, um, I, you know, I, I was working in Edinburgh. You know, there's a lot kind of travel involved in that. You know, three, four hours a day where I was on the road. So just through kind of a connection of mine, you know, ended up coming. To, you know, to, he was a kind of a predecessor as the, the fleet manager within within the company, and you know, entered the company fleet admin. And just through you know, kind of through that, it's kind of just helped me kind of evolve kind of that pro- progression to 2016, where he kind of moved away from the company. And I took over um, as a kind of fleet manager. So through, through a bit of luck, through a bit of kind of connection, um, and yeah, probably fleet was never something that I thought would be a, a you know key thing for me to do. But yeah, it's through those kind of initial kind of relationships you know, we had within the company, um, just gave me a kind of a hunger for it a wee bit, and you know, saw the benefits, how it can be a big kind of support for a, a company our size, and yeah, it's through kind of probably connections, um, you know, through John Dale and and, and working with kind of people like. John, um, you know, Linda Gibson, Joe helps at the time, but kind of within the team, it's, you know, just kind of gave me a kind of appetite for it. And it's been, um, it's been something I've been involved in for 10, 10 plus years now. Yeah. So actually, you know, you've been doing this, you know, like you said, 10 years and, and the market has changed in, even in, in that short amount of time dramatically, hasn't it? You know, the technology is advanced. How have you, from when you first entered the market, you know, 10 plus years ago, how have you seen the market evolve in that time? The market's involved massively. Um, I think when I first came in, vans were still fairly low tech. You know, they were kind of we had a lot of vans that were just kind of quite basic. We see the kind of, now the kind of tech coming into the vans there. Because obviously, industry recognises the the need for these kind of drivers to be you know as safe as possible, but also if they're paying a bit of money for these vans, they want the kind of all the mod cons, as it were. We used to have the you know, the, 
the kind of the, the good car was parked up in the drive for um for six days a week and then they'd maybe get the benefits of it uh, maybe the wife and kids um or the kind of partners and kids weren't weren't using it i think now he's kind of you've seen the drivers there like, you know just simple things like aircon you know um adding that into vehicles which we never you know we saw in the car kind of fleet we never saw in the, the van so a lot of that kind of stuff there the safety features also even just for ourselves the the kit we've put in the vans you know, we see telematics when i started we, we were very very early stages the trial in that there we've had two generations of telematics one of those being cortex but also um you know dash cams and you know going from sd to you know the next generation of that you know all kind of cloud-based so a lot kind of stuff there we've, we've seen change and then just the, the style of vans as an industry we've looked or as a business we've looked to see what really is relevant for ourselves um and probably the last couple of years probably three years now with covid but really just the, the the constraints of brexit if i'm honest with you it's a challenging time to try and get vans but that that tests you can you know, a wee bit and just pushes you to to find different options um to you know we're lucky enough we're kind of growing business um and we're really just being tested just now just to try and go out there just to find the kind of right solutions for ourselves but um yeah the, the, the van market's changed massively and that's not i've not even talked about you know um electric and you know other kind of um, renewable energy kind of sources that's a it's a big thing a discussion this morning with a couple of colleagues of myself just ways we can we can push through that in the next couple of years and that's that's a great unknown but it's a it's a great kind of challenge uh, between now and 2030 um so yeah a lot has changed it, it feels maybe at times like it's 20 30 years in the industry but it's 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 a one there with a lot of development and um you know it's, it's, it's frustrating but it's exciting at the same time there's like you said there's been a lot of development you know especially you know things like court you know tracking systems like quartics you know how how that technology has evolved in, in like i said such a relatively small amount of time is incredible and um, but something you touched on there was um obviously you know brexit and the supply of vans yeah. that's been a challenge for a lot of fleet managers and especially a size of of, of of your fleet how are you finding that challenge and is that you know what are you doing i know there's a couple of things you mentioned there but how are you overcoming that currently I think it's working closely with your with, well, with our kind of strategic partners. Um, I think the first you know, front front end was that was COVID. How do we, you know, in April, 20, you know, March, April, twenty twenty, how do we cope with that? I think we we cope pretty well. But probably in the last eighteen months, we've seen that kind of supply vans really kind of um, shorten up. So it's just working with our kind of working with the business to set expectations to understand that the um, supply won't be as bountiful as it was previously. But also just working with these kind of these kind of strategic partners we've got i think it's about relationships you have they've got an understanding of what our requirements are and they've worked with us kind of for a long time so it's working with these kind of partners but also as part of a kind of larger organization under under Cersei now it's it's utilizing kind of their kind of their partners as well so we're working hard to have an estimate you know estimate estimation of what our requirements would be you know this year and, and beyond we're probably at the we'd always like to have a about a third of our fleet renewed every year and we probably haven't had that for a couple of years so there's some challenges in here um but i i believe we're kind of at the the forefront of kind of get some new vehicles you know into our fleet in the coming coming months and we should start kind of coming over the kind of the the hell of kind of that kind of challenge a wee bit so it's about really just working with our kind of key key partners um identifying that kind of growth and um, that we need um with new new business coming in 
but also then just working to renew that kind of fleet. Um, so some good conversation the last couple of weeks, um, and we're, you know, we're starting to kind of see the the benefits of the the, the, uh, the suppliers we've got, um, say being those key, key strategic partners. I think there was always an option: do we go out? We we did look going elsewhere, but you then become a small customer, um, and it might help. I think the tail of the last year there was a lot of kind of you know, things were really short, and we would maybe take a couple, you know, a few options here and there. But I think working with our kind of partners that know us and uh, know the business, know the requirements, actually know that we're kind of um, you know, we could have a, a good thing as it were. That, that, you know, we, there is that growth for them. I think we are seeing this now. We're probably seeing the the, the, you know, the, the narrow edge of the wedge of that supply coming through, and you know, being a key strategic partner um, along with kind of a larger business under Cersei is kind of helping us. Um, start migrate from short supply vehicles to a bit more coming through it's refreshing to hear actually because for again fleet managers listen to this you know you haven't got a small fleet lawrence your fleet has grown from i believe it's you know sort of three to, to 600 is it since 2009 yeah. so you're you know i know you mentioned then you know we could be a smaller client for people but actually that's quite a sizable fleet actually so yeah. you know how have, how have you adapted with that with that growth over that time I think it's it's making sure that we can have we we still offer our kind of drivers um, who are our priority. We're offering them the same you know, service as 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 we can. So it's making sure we've got that kind of team right and you're working with you're closer with our kind of operations director and, and larger kind of business to make sure we've got the the resource kind of correct. Um, but also it's making sure that the vehicles are right. You know. 2018-19, we'd always look at you know an L2 kind of size kind of van, your Persia partners, Ford Transit Connects. But just now, it's always you know to try and get us over that kind of that line a wee bit with the, the short supply. It's also be, be mindful that we might need to look at different size vans. So we have looked at smaller, you know, slightly smaller vans. You know, and, and what part of the business can you utilise those in? And at times we looked at slightly larger, maybe more of your your full transit size van. Now that's kind of helping our drivers, making sure that they're comfortable with that. Um, it's setting the expectations of their line managers that you know, we, we do have kind of different kind of style of vans coming in there, but it's it's for a reason. It's not that we're just taking anything. It's it's there just to try and uh, work us through there. But I think it's it's making sure we've got um, the right things in place. You know that kind of right team um, that you know I've got around me, and you know, we're in a, a very good place. I think that kind of teams just now is 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 a very good um, robust team, and that's kind of given the kind of coverage. Across our whole, you know, kind of our whole fleet and, and whole uh, fleet of drivers. Um, so yeah, it's just the other things we've had to work on just to get this right is to 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 make sure that it's not just two people kind of responsible for everything. It's make it's it's growing that kind of fleet at the right kind of time there. Uh, sorry, not the fleet, growing the the staff at the right time. Um, make sure they've kind of given them, you know, empower them to 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 be decision makers, to empower them to 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 support the kind of drivers to the, the best of their ability. Um, so yeah, that's probably the main things. Because 600 vehicles is 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 huge. It's a huge fleet. I know you know a lot of people listening. You know, fleet managers listen to this may have 10, 15, 20, but actually you know that's a really sizable fleet. You know, from going yeah. to like I said 300, 600 in what two years was that? You know, I think I, 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 I think we were kind of, yeah. Because start of kind of COVID, we we're 250 vans, and just now we're we're just above 650 now. So we're on the way to kind of 700 there. So there's been that kind of you know we've more than doubled in. In that kind of three-year period, so it's not without kind of challenges, um, and yeah, it's it's you know it's, it's a large kind of fleet there. We could have 
um, yeah, we've, we've could see a lot large growth certainly in the last kind of twenty four to thirty six months. Um, so you know, it's a big fleet, and there's, there are kind of some challenges around there, um, and, the, and the fact that we're all based remotely, you know, we don't have depots as such. Um, it's not like you know, um, you don't have ten, you know, we don't have ten uh, depots nationwide that everybody's coming in there. You manage so everyone doing everything. You know, there's times I won't see a van for weeks on end, but it's um, you've shot of um, remotely, so it's. It's managing that there. There's challenges there. That's where kind of stuff like the onboard technology, your trackers comes in, um, and then working closely with the line managers. Um, you know the area of, area area officers we have, the kind of coaches is is working well with the other key um, and a fundamental kind of tool for ourselves there because they're the ones that've seen the vans you know with their drivers on a daily basis. Now they have a team of 50, 60, 70 drivers, um, so they're the ones really got to be um, working with the the drivers in the field and we work closely with our operations teams just to kind of try and work through a lot of this um but no look it's a it's a large fleet you know it is growing um and that pushes me you know there's there's more things i need to kind of make sure i'm doing to to support the drivers and and get the right kind of vehicles there that i can you know, give the best service to the industry and oh sorry best service to the business um and i suppose it's you you can cut your teeth with a kind of smaller fleet, and it's now really just time to to earn my stripes a wee bit. Just you know, with that larger kind of fleet there, and you'll take we as I think we mentioned we've we've kind of partnered with a larger Cersei uh, group now as uh, you know as of the turn of the year, and it's working with with their transport department. You know, learning, you know, picking a lot of kind of stuff up from them. So look, it's we're always yeah. learning in everything we do in life. You know, we're always kind of there's always a degree of education in a a day to day um, environment, and I think. Very much there is it's time we can pull the socks off and make sure that we're kind of servicing kind of that larger fleet that, uh, that we are. So yeah, thanks for that. Um, when it comes to and I, I use this term sort of data loosely, loosely. Sorry, so you know use Cortex, which you know these you know which is a brilliant system, and obviously the data you have is is endless. But is there any you know as you've grown that fleet, are there any sort of key sort of data metrics that you use to be able to grow your fleet? Probably the main one we've always used telematics from day one. It's always been about driver performance, driver score to try and get that you know as as low as possible. You know, kind of good, kind of um, safe, kind of fleet there. So that's always been a, a good one for ourselves. Now, probably more than ever, um, we need to be mindful about you know kind of CO2, um, you know about mileage, etc. So the other things we're looking at more um, just to try and get an understanding of what our carbon footprint is, but also just as we look to evolve to um, electric vehicles or an electric fleet at some stage, it's, it's looking at those kind of products here that can help us just identify which drivers might be suitable for you know to move to electric vehicles, you know, as in range, which might be suitable for a good coverage of uh, of charge charge network, etc. So, um, yeah, they're all kind of the parts of kind of technology like some like Cortex we we, we are looking at. Um, and the, for me, it's, it's, it's a tool for, for all the business. So I know with one of our kind of projects, they're looking at you know, geofencing maybe more relevant than um, to them than um, to that side of the business than maybe fleet. So we're, we're in the early stages of, kind of looking to see, to utilize that, et cetera, there. So there's there's lots of different things you know, with the, you know, the onboard technology, you know, the telematics that, that are available. And it's just it's making sure we're using the right ones. But yeah, for me, it's it's something there that we can use more and more to 
to understand our kind of our kind of carbon footprint, um, your CO two usage, etc. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's some of the things you mentioned there, which is, which is is brilliant. Because you know, again, a lot of fleet managers, I I don't feel know that again, Cortex's system has that level um, and, and some, of the, some of the features it has. So you know, some of the things you've been, you mentioned around driver behaviour, I think a lot of fleet managers see tracking as I'm tracking Mr. Smith from one job to see where actually, like you said, you know, some of the, uh, so how you're using it as a fleet manager, but actually how the wider business is using it. So things like safety, efficiency, you know, all those things people are looking at holistically as a business is, is, you know, being brought back by that, that, that one yeah, job. Yeah. If you're investing in that, you have to be using it. And, and I think without that, it's, it's a, it's a bad investment. So for me, kind of, um, well, for us, um, Right from the start, uh, with, um, with telematics, we, you know, you know, kind of systems like that. There, we've been all about the kind of driver behaviour, drivers' kind of safety. There, we after a couple of years started looking more at kind of the speeding side of things as well. But yeah, and now we're all at the stage there, but it is part of the, that kind of monthly you know, bonus scheme for the the drivers there. It's you know, or for, sorry for the engineers driving. Um, you know, scores and speeding scores is, is a kind of key part for them there. And look, the buy-in has is, is, is been there from the start. I think first year, first year, first month we had the kind of the driver scores. You know, it was kind of quite um, worrying reading, but from from that first month with the phone calls we did, the interaction, we saw those improve. And you speak to you know, high number of engineers or drivers you speak to, they're always kind of they're always willing to improve things. And and that's working with the, the larger business. Um, just to get that, so that that buy-in from across the kind of uh, the business is there, and uh, I think that's a, a big thing that helps us. So you mentioned there about a bonus scheme for the engineers. How how did that come about? And how has it been? How has it been received? There's a kind of uh, there's an opportunity to earn kind of scheme we, we can run for engineers, and you know part of that is um, you know operational. You know, what do they do in the day? You know, kind of you know number of jobs they close, etc. There, but. Part of that is that we wanted it to be that we want. You know, I always buying the card that they're full-time drivers and they pick up some engineering jobs uh, on the side. But it's it's you know the business were aware that we wanted to make sure that these guys were driving safe. Um, and part of that is you know, we say look, here's a brand, you know, gold, gold, silver, bronze, or bronze, silver, gold medals. So they've got kind of parameters they want to work to, and that's kind of really they're kind of set there. Um, there'll be some kind of there was some pushback occasionally, but then we've worked with their their line managers to to explain how the scoring system works, how the, the, those kind of matrix are set up. I think there's a better understanding there. Um, and we've you know, again we've seen the kind of, you know, overall scores improve. Um, and that was quarterly. We've now made that monthly as well. Um, that's a monthly score now. Uh, it was always a monthly score. They were rewarded on a quarterly basis now. We've changed that um, as of April now. That's a monthly kind of reward as well. So I think that's a good thing as well, and um, it just shows the kind of business are kind of you know it's it's part of that kind of bigger kind of picture there that we, we want and need that kind of driver kind of behaviour and safety to, to improve. But also, if you're actually, it's not about you know always taking the, the the bad drivers out of the vans. It's about rewarding the guys that are kind of you know day in day out actually driving you know to, to the best of their abilities and. Along with some other stuff they'll do within the business, um, you've been rewarded for that good behaviour, as opposed to always kind of um, you're punishing the bad behaviour. So I think we're we're starting you know, that balance is is in a good place. It's interesting because a lot of the um, 
driver pushback we hear is that you know you're sort of like big brother this thing's tracking me um but actually you know like you said um you always get that get our initial pushback but actually they've seen the benefit of it and especially if you're using a um an incentive again you you know you're going to get people to buy into that which is brilliant yeah and i think for me that that always was the kind of pushback you know big brother you, you just want to know where i am we've always been able to know because the nature of our business we're closing jobs we've got time stamps and, and almost postcode stamps so we knew that but also we were able to use we call it you know they get called trackers but they don't we don't use them that much for that piece but it's a lot of times we've used it it's for the benefit of the engineer it showed that he's been at a job and the, you know they've waited a lot of time and the customer's not showing up we've used it uh vehicles have been stolen we've used it kind of the guys are lone workers so that kind of, that big brother piece is actually it's it's a loving big brother um, as opposed to kind of uh, maybe a kind of um, you know a, a sci-fi kind of big brother there, but it's it's there for the guy's benefit. And then yes, we'll use kind of stuff like the you know the the driver score to to push back for them to improve. But again, that's ultimately for their safety as well. So I like to see myself as a as a friendly you know kind of uh, big brother. Um, let's go with that. Uh, with that. Well, it's good. Like I said, it's, it's it's brilliant. They've bought into it. You know, we hear a lot of. Um, like I said, drivers, you know, that's their first pushback as you can see what I'm doing and, you know, all that stuff, which you know, you're naturally going to get, we know that, but actually the fact that they've, um, they've really um, jumped on board with that. And again, you know, you've helped that with the, um, with the incentive scheme, which is. Uh, yeah, and I think it's, it's about, uh, it, and it's working, you know, when, you know with Cortex, it's, it's working with guys there just to help, help answer a lot of questions. It's about, it's got the experts in this. So, you know, we've, we've had probably the last year, we've had maybe, 10 or 12 just different sessions with, with different kind of people that come on board and your line managers coaches and just kind of it helps them understand it and then helps them kind of share with their kind of team there so i think you're very kind of positive um in regards to that yeah and um, going on to maintenance i mean you mentioned that um you don't have any depots so from a sort of men maintenance standpoint um and again sort of you know looking at the safety and make sure the vans are always tip top how do how do you work that how does that currently work um so we're kind of maintenance will kind of we'll arrange in the house and then you um and the, the drivers will be given a certain location where it works to carry it out but we have you know as i mentioned that you can have the regional kind of managers and they're kind of um they've got two um you know kind of coaches each that work under them and that they, that operation side of the business is, is a big big um assistance to, to fleet you know We've got a robust kind of IT system, so the guys will do a start my day report, we'll, we'll report any defects. We have bi-monthly audits, um, and then obviously your stuff with your, your your emails and your phone calls if there's any issues. But it's really just been reliant and of on the of being notified of, of issues there, and certainly the the infield management are a key tool to ourselves just to see if there's any issues doing the audits, all that kind of stuff there. So it's challenging. It's you know the kind of the depot systems would would be a benefit for myself but we've got to look at the bigger business you'll know, actually what's the what's the requirements um so yeah that, that depot system where you, you're able to kind of see the van on a, on a daily basis you know yeah that's good that's good but i think we've got you know, we've got a robust um you know, it system that allows us to capture a lot of that stuff um through the challenge of being there our, our vehicles being remote so yeah, I've got the um, I've got a big question for you, Lawrence, which is like the 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 the, the piece of resistance is um, if you could give one advice to a new fleet manager, you know they're very green, they've just come in, 
he or she has just sat down, what would that one piece of advice be to that new fleet manager? Good question. Um, I think it's ask you know, it's ask a lot of questions, but also it's go that grow that kind of that um, mine's a bit blank here, but it's grow what's the word? Build relationships with suppliers, with um, you know, different kind of people there. Go to industry events, go to you know, kind of something like kind of Fleet Live, etc. Grow, grow your understanding, but also put yourself as one of your drivers. You know, what would their expectations be? You might sit in an office, you can design all this stuff there, but actually, what what works for your drivers there? But for me, it's it's grow those relationships with your suppliers, with your drivers, with your your line managers with the kind of all that kind of stuff there. Um, I think that helps you grow when your understanding and your knowledge and your education of the industry. And then that helps you with those decision makings. You know, sometimes when it's kind of tight, sometimes you've got to turn something around quite quickly. Friday afternoon, you've got a van, you need to locate and you need to get that to the south coast. What do you do? You build those relationships. Um, I think that's a key thing for me. It's been it's how I ended up getting into this, you know, into you know the, the industry. Really, kind of came down from a you know you know not a relationship, but it's you know kind of a connection I had um, that got me here. And then you know, uh, yeah, I think it's got us through stuff like COVID. It's got us through you know times of tight advantage. It's grown that kind of that hub of you know kind of contacts you have um, and that kind of um. Yeah, that kind of that network, uh, I suppose, is, is the key thing. Grow the grow your networks. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a brilliant answer. I think, like you said, there's so many events now, industry events, industry webinars. You know, and, and like I said, if you're on a bit of a pickle and you need a favour, like we all do on occasion, you know, the fact that you've built that network, you can you know you can call on him and her, and and you know they will go out your way. And you know, again, those favours are never forgotten, are, are they? As as you mentioned on this call at the beginning, which is, you know, yes, you could go elsewhere and start looking for supply, but actually you've got a good relationship with your current supplier. Yeah. We don't want to go elsewhere. Yeah, and it's, I think that, I think we're lucky our suppliers know we kind of, you know, we're a good customer and yeah, times it is, and it usually is a Friday afternoon when you call these favors and just try to get something to turn around, but it's, it's more just, yeah, they know that, yeah, you're kind of, you're legitimate, you're legitimate in your requirements, but it's, uh, it's a good thing. Brilliant. Well, Lawrence, we're going to end it there. Thank you so much for being the uh, first Flea Insider guest. Uh, you okay. are the uh, you're the OG essentially now. You know, uh, you know, you, you've set the bar. So, um, thank you so much for coming on, and um, it's brilliant to be you today. Thank you. No, Luke, thank you very much, and all the best with that. Brilliant. Take care. Just thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to find out more about how Cortex can help enhance your business's productivity and reduce costs, head to our website and get a free demo.